Hello and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, Jen DeSalvo wanders out of the woods to talk with us for a little while about uh, what got her running and how she ended up doing four, three ultras in three months, Mm -hmm. each of growing distance from uh, a 40 mile to a 50 mile to a 65 mile, a a 100K as we call it around here, 100K plus, Um, and then kind of what she might find herself in in the future. and uh, we'll we'll kind of bounce around a little bit. We'll we'll hear what Jen has to say about her life before she was a runner and that uh, that road to becoming an ultra runner. So, with that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of runners just like you. So hey, Jen. Hey, Chris. How are you? I'm all right. What's going on? Uh, you know, wandering out of the woods every day. <laughs> yeah. Fresh off your run, right? Yep. Um, I also did run before this. Probably not nearly as far as you did today, though. Oh, just eight miles. Yeah, see, eight. I got a little, I got four. Okay. I got out of work late, so. Oh. And then I had to rush over here. Yes. But, so eight's nice. Yeah. That's good. Where'd you go? Just the city. Okay. So I run usually the U of R during the week. Okay. Because it's usually well lit and in the winter, well yeah. plowed. <laughs> right. So it's no woods, though. It's nope. no woods. Nope. All right. So a little bit of road running today. Yep. Um, yeah, I did ran around uh, whiting, so I, that was fun. I love whiting. Mm-hmm. It's well marked. It's easy to get through. There is a lot of trees down right now. Ooh. I do not know what happened, but there was a lot of, lot of over-under going oh. on today. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Sheila and I did, uh, like, I don't know. 50 minutes and like four miles. So, oh, wow. you know, yeah, a little over under. It was good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think what's what's funny is we you, we often talk about, oh, just eight miles, just four miles, just, you know, there was a time when neither of us ran eight miles in a week, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably, I've been running for four years now. Yeah. Um, when I started, I was almost 40. Or going on 40, I should say. Um, and I decided I was going to run the Lilac 5K. Okay. Just just because? Just because I did it when I was in high school. And I thought, you know what? I'll do it again. Okay. And you're, you're how far away from you? How far away were you from somebody who should run the Lilac 5K? Um, I couldn't walk a mile, probably. So I um, actually was severely overweight, um, was at the point in my life where I drank and probably smoked more than I should have. Um, so I lost, my daughter lost her best friend's mom that October. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to leave my children an orphan. I'm going to start running. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to lose weight. And my husband's like, oh, it's a new year's resolution. It'll last for four weeks and she'll be back to her old self four years later maybe not so much right. he was on a he was out on a couple of runs we ran with him so he's he's adjusting um, he has learned to run because if he doesn't he doesn't see his wife when she's ultra training right 
<laughs> so, so was that, I mean, was it just a switch? Did you just like one day you kind of said that's, that's it. And from there on you were running or were there sort of bumps along the roads where you're like, this is totally not worth it. What am I doing? This is dumb. Yeah. I think when I started, I was like, oh, anybody can run a 5k, right? It's three miles. How bad can it be? Yeah. And I went out to run and I was like, this is terrible. Why would anybody want to do this? <laughs> so, but but you decided you were going to do it. I did. So my girlfriend said to me, there is this awesome race in March that is on St. Patty's Day. And it happened to be on St. Patty's that day that day. And she said, my brother, twin brother and I, who also is born on the same day that I am and we're the same age, said, come run it with us. And I'm like, so wait, they're, they're twins. Yes. And you share a birthday with them. Yes. Wow. That's, that's fun. Yeah. (laughs) So it's awesome. But I said, okay, sure. I can run a, what Johnny's run. It's what a 5k. Yeah. Um, it's six miles. (laughs) (laughs) So, but was Johnny six then or is it, it's the five mile? Or the five. Yeah. The the five five mile. So it's like an 8k. Yeah. Yeah. So that's legit for somebody who hasn't run. Yep. So was she your mentor? Um, a little bit. So she had never run that many miles either. Okay. So we both decided <laughs> to do it. Um, and I did it. I loved it. I fell in love with just the feeling of, you know, afterwards, the accomplishment. Um, and just the feeling of, wow, I can do this. Mm-hmm. How did you get from couldn't walk a mile to made it five miles? Whether you ran all five miles, you couldn't walk a mile. Nope. And so did you did you do like couch to five K program? Did you like read a book? Did you did you go and talk to somebody at a shoe store? What did Oh no. I didn't talk to anybody. I did couch to 5K. I bought a cheap pair of sneakers and decided I was gonna do it. And so I did the couch to 5K, and you're supposed to do it three times a week. I was doing it five days a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Because I the wanted... The accelerated program. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have patience Yeah. for things, so I just wanted to get through it and get it done. Okay. So um, were, there, were there bumps in the road there? Oh, I think the biggest bump in the road was I decided that... I was going to start in January. So January 1st, it was winter. I didn't realize how cold it was to run outside and how long mm. I would be outside. Yeah. And so I would come home and I would be frozen <laughs> to the core. And of course, I didn't know what to wear because I wore like sweatpants and sweatshirts. Right. You, you didn't talk to anybody. Yeah. I didn't talk to anybody. Because you're doing it your yeah. own you're doing it your own self. I was doing it my own way. <laughs> so then I joined after I ran Johnny's run, I decided I wanted to run farther and longer. So I started off um somebody told me to go to our local running store, bought a pace pass, mm-hmm. and had no idea what I was doing, but went um and met Kathy Reardon, um, who is just a great person to be around and will never tell you you can't do something. Yeah, now, that that one's a mentor. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. She's yeah. all right with that yeah. stuff. 
So, but, but I mean, this is, this is right now, this is all the signs of this stuff was easy. I went from drinking a six pack and smoking a pack of cigarettes to running ultras. Like you didn't there, you were going five days a week. You Mm -hmm. didn't have any setbacks. Like it was, you were made for all this. I'm not looking for the problems, but it sounds like you were, you were ready to go. I was, I actually, to me, it's fun and I have not found that I have not enjoyed it. Um, I haven't really had any big setbacks as far as I've been lucky, knock on wood, that my, you know, health has been good. I haven't had any running injuries. Um, I think my biggest setback was probably when I decided to sign up for an ultra (laughs) and probably had not run a marathon yet. Okay. So, (laughs) hmm, okay. So maybe Kathy Rennan might not be the best mentor. (laughs) Sure, that's fine. Yeah, why not? All right, so let's let's get the brass tacks here. Were you, were you seeing like the weights dropping off? This running's getting easier. It's more fun. Your husband Sam is like, darn, look at that girl. She's a runner now. Like your family's adjusted to you being a runner. Did you have to arrange your schedules? Like, or did this just all sort of happen? So my husband, like I said, thought I was crazy, mm-hmm. and thought. She's going to grow out of this. He may still. I think he does. (laughs) (laughs) My kids were older, so they were in high school um, when I took up running. So they had their own thing they were doing. They were Mm -hmm. typical teenagers, did not want to hang with their mother. Mm -hmm. Um, Now they do, though. Yeah, now they do. Yeah. So the best was, um, so I did a half marathon, and my kids went with me. Mm -hmm. And I have to say... They went and had breakfast while I ran my first half marathon because, you know, it took me over like almost three hours to run it. Um, They came back. The best was to have them at the finish line Mm -hmm. yelling, mom, mom. And I'm like, oh, I can do anything for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the summer brought the kids to my uh, to my first finish at the Rochester Marathon. Uh And when you're finishing, you're running towards the frontier field. Yep. Right before you turn the corner, and that's where she was standing before you turn the corner of oh, the finish cool. line. And so they like they came running out into oh. the, and it was so cute, and I got little hugs. But I had to like bend down to hug them. Yep. And then I was like, oh no, hamstring cramp. Oh no, I better get up. I got I gotta go. Sorry, <laughs> but it was it was super sweet. And she had brought them a Sega Honda too, which was really cool. Yeah. But all they wanted to do was play on that death slide. That, oh yes, <laughs> the, which is great because it's a it's a slide from the from the old days. Yes, back when back before you know slides had a little bump and they were all plastic. You mean back in the time when we used to ride around in pickups with no seatbelts <laughs> and drink out of the hose? Yeah, my kids love drinking out of the hose. You know that? Oh, like, they do. Yeah. So, anyways, they've only played on that slide. They weren't there like at the finish line, and they were like, "Oh, you finished." Oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's cool. So you did your half and then you were like, oh, okay, this is a big deal. Like, yep. do you find, how long do you find it takes before your shoulders sort of come down from your ears when you're running? It takes probably a first couple of miles. Yeah. Um, Cause I think when I first start out, mm-hmm. you're in that adrenaline, you're like, you're yeah. ready, you're kind of revved up and mm-hmm. then you all of a sudden feel like, I've got a groove here. Yeah. You're a nurse, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's a that's kind of a transition, right? From from nursing to running. Um I think so. I mean, it's a lot the same a little bit. 
um, huh. because in nursing, we're always on the go. Right. Okay. And always moving. Yeah. And um, that's why you might be a little hyped up when you start your runs. Yes. <laughs> a little stress relief, you know. Yeah. So that's, um, it, it's interesting because when, when we were at um, Western States this past summer, what they do when people come onto the track to do the last lap before they finish, uh-huh. they have a little bio about the person and then they say, oh, now entering the track is so-and-so. And they tell a little bit about their life. And so many of the runners were like NICU neonatal nurses and like uh, OR triage nurses. And, you know, I was just like, I, I can get it. You know, I got to go out into the woods a little while to, to cope, you know. It's kind of like that. I mean, you see all these bad things that happen mm-hmm. um, and you see people at their worst time in their lives. Mm-hmm. And so you're dealing with those emotions of those people. And what I think people don't realize is nurses, we also have feelings. And the day that we stop feeling terrible about the person we're caring for, then we ought to get out of nursing. Then the other nurses take you out to the parking lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So for me to go in the woods when I've had a bad day and Mm -hmm. just just put my garment on and just say I'm going to run, yeah. And wherever I land when I'm done is good. Yeah. That's to me my stress relief. Right. I can have the worst day in the world and just drop me off in the woods and just let me go. <laughs> and then I'll come back a very happy person. Exactly. Yeah. And and I think that's a lot of what makes you go from five miles to thirteen miles to yep. well, some of us go to twenty six. Yeah. And some I, of us go uh, from thirteen to, to thirty one. <laughs> So how did that how did that happen? So it was funny. So I decided um, a friend of mine had posted on Facebook that she was going to do Can Lakes 50 miler. And she said, are you crazy enough to do it? Is anybody crazy enough to do it with me? And I'm like, that sounds such like a dare. So I posted back to her. Yep, I'm crazy. I'm in. And went right online, signed up and... I was like, great, this will be awesome. Let Kathy Reardon don't know. And she was just like, yep, here's your book. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, which book was that? Relentless Forward Progress. Yeah, I uh, I know that one. That's uh, Byron Powell. Yep. Uh, I Run Far, right? Yep. yep. So that's cool. Got a lot of techniques in it. Um, and he's got, he's got really nice soft flowery kind of language you know he does he (laughs) makes it sound all awesome all through the ultra that you're running from there's never any bad time or lows or yeah whereas if you read uh hal coroner's book field guide to running yes she starts by telling you about how you're going to throw up and how your feet are going to be all gnarly and blistered yes (laughs) and you're like hmm do i really want to do this (laughs) Yeah, but and and Byron with his trail photography and everything, yes. he makes it like the most the most beautiful thing in the world. You know, There's have you gone out thing. to his his website, um, Trail Porn? No. Oh, jeez. I have to check it out. You have to check it out. It's um, yeah, it's just it's his trail photography, <sighs> like huge, giant, swooping vistas from wow. all over the place. It's great. Yeah. Um, we'll put one of those links in the show notes for other people to go find it. It's weird because cool. right, it's got porn in the in the name, and you're like, oh, trail porn, right? But but it's you know probably shouldn't search that at work. No, no, I mean, <laughs> no, not something. I mean, but that's the thing, right? It's just pictures of 
of trees of trees and mountains and flowers it's awesome <laughs> yeah um so can lakes 50 uh, so you did, had all this road running right so how was can lakes 50 it sucked <laughs> <laughs> So I actually, and it just, the hills were a lot more than I thought they were going to be. Bopple. Bopple. <laughs> Anybody that can run up Bopple gets my total appreciation because yeah. that is. It's it's not it's not flat. That's it is sure. not flat. And did you know there's a cemetery at the top of it? Well, do you know why? Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody dies after going up it. Yeah, there's. Uh... That's the thing. Either either you're you're up at the top and you're not feeling so great or you really don't want to go back down. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a lot of fun. I had some low times, but and then I was like, god, is this what ultra running's like? And yeah. then you cross the finish line. Yeah. And you're like, this is so worth it. <laughs> it's funny you said it sucked. It was terrible, blah blah. blah. It was so fun. Oh, I had low points. It's so worth it. That's like every ultra, right? Like yeah. It's... <laughs> I mean, you think about it. You start off on your ultra, and you're at the you're at the start line, and you're nervous. You're like, "Am I going to? Can I do this? Am mm-hmm. I going to finish?" You hear all the horror stories that everybody else tells you about that race, mm-hmm. and says, "You know, oh, it's terrible. You're never going to be able to finish it. It's horrible." Don't expect anything. And you're like, okay, can I do it? Can I finish? Can I get there? I don't know what groups you're hanging out when people tell you, oh, it's terrible. It's horrible. Everybody tells me, oh, it's great. And then you get there and they're like, oh, watch out. That part's bad and that part's bad. But but the sales pitch, the trail running community, is, we got some amazing salespeople. Let me tell you what. We do. <laughs> and very short memories. Yes. It seems like. When I signed up for my first Twisted Branch, which was last year. Okay, 2017. Yes, 2017. Ron had not been able to finish it. Um, He had dropped out at Camp David, I think it was. Ron Harling. Ron Harling. Yeah, Yeah, Camp David, which is like mile 50. Correct. And he said to me, oh, yeah, go ahead and do Twisted. You could do it. (laughs) And I'm thinking, he couldn't do it. Yeah. Exactly. And then a couple other people said, oh, go ahead and do it. You can do it. And I'm like, you didn't, you haven't done it. Like people who had never run Twisted Branch were like, oh, yeah, go ahead. You can yeah. do it. They got all the confidence in the world in your ability to suffer. Yes, not theirs. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Twisted Branch was my first ultra. So I didn't you know. know that. Yeah, yeah. I had not run an ultra either. Okay. And then Scott McGee said, hey. You know, I got this race to the branch, and I said, that sounds perfect. So I signed up in December, like uh-huh. the second day registration was open. Right. It took me a day to convince both myself, because I knew as soon as I went and told my wife, Summer, I'm like, I'm going to do this. She'll be like, yeah, of course. So it took me a day to get up the nerve to tell her, because I knew once I told her, then she'd be like, did you register yet? Did you re- What's wrong? Why yep. didn't you register? So, yeah, and then I was like, okay, I got nine months. Let's let's really get to work. So I hadn't run an ultra before then either. I did my, not know you ran it. My first ultra was the second half of the course, technically, okay. I guess. You know, well, my first time I ran over 30 miles 
was the the back half. The second time I ran over 30 miles was the front half <laughs> and then decided to to put them together. So, wow. Yeah. So, and I guess, I mean, I keep saying Twisted Branch was my first ultra, but I did run Mighty Mosquito leading okay. up to Twisted Branch and I ran 40 miles before okay. that. So, I guess in a way Mighty Mosquito was my first ultra, but I I wasn't planning on doing all 99. I just didn't feel good only having done 31. So you, you wanted know, to get to 40? I just thought 40 might be a good idea, you know? And it was like three weeks before Twisted Branch. So I said, oh, that's great for the last long run. Right. So, I, yeah, I ran up to 40. And, of course, try to drop at 40 for Mighty Mosquito. And everybody's like, just go 59 more miles and you finish. And you've got Eric <laughs> egging you on, I'm sure. Everybody. but And then people realize, no, no, that's, that's fine. He's just doing 40. Right. Only 40. Only 40. Yeah. I was the first person to drop out of the 99 miler, but I was fine with that. So, yeah, Twisted Branch gets a lot of us into trouble, I think. It does. And the first year I signed up for it, I was like totally had no idea what I was getting in for. But you had done a 50 miler. You did Can Lakes 50. Yeah, but that's road. Yeah. I had also done Tesla Hertz. Yeah, did you do the, the year 50, before the, the fifty or the hundred? The hundred k. Okay, so I want to know about that race, and I know we got we got hundreds of miles to cover still, but I really want to know about that race because I really do like Vinny. I okay. think Vinny's a great guy. Yes, he is. I like I like that kind of vibe. I Nikola Tesla, not a bad guy. Nope. You know, so what what's that all about? Tell me about Tesla Hertz. So Tesla Hertz was literally in the middle of nowhere <laughs> and you would miss it if you tried to find it so it's a park and it's a loop that you run and it was there were road crossings his father was at the only aid station serving soup in the middle of the night um well that's when you need your soup in right the middle of the night. and you know somebody's father to be out there to <laughs> yeah. keep everybody on pace um so i did it with a bunch of friends we all decided um to to do our first 100k bambi had done multiple 100ks yep. so she tagged along for the ride just to help out just make, to help make out. sure you all found your way home right um and so we all decided we were going to sign up um we looked at a couple other 100ks and we were like oh this one's flat. Let's do something that's flat. <laughs> Why I thought flat was a good idea? Yeah. Because after 50 miles, flat just doesn't feel good anymore. No, no bueno. No. I need a walk break. Yes. I want to run up a hill well, slowly. And, and you think about <laughs> it like flat, you don't think about building in those walk breaks mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, twisted makes you mm -hmm. walk because you know there's five miles of climb at the end yeah <laughs> <laughs> well and and all the big long climbs i mean you need right. to you just yeah you, naturally you can't run up that well some people can but yeah but but there's uh there's a difference between um I guess there's a difference between feeling like i should be able to go really fast on this right because it's flat and it's right. easy. And if I go slow, I'm losing time. Correct. You know? Right. So, so, so where is it? It's down in like Long Island, New Jersey area, right? It is. It is, like I said, it's literally you park in a grocery store parking lot. Nice. So you got your supplies. Correct. You walk <laughs> across the street yeah. and up this muddy hill 
where there is two um, porta potties and a tent set up. Nice. And he has a bunch of lights out, yeah. and he literally says, "Ready, set, go." There you go. Old fashioned. See you later. Timing. <laughs> you check in with your loops. You come around. Um, it's in the middle. It's in October. Yeah, yeah. And we thought, oh, great, October. It'll be cool. Mm-hmm. That year it was not, huh? It was rainy. Mm. <laughs> Once, it, well, it was nice during the daytime. It was sunshine. It was warm. As soon as the sun set, it started to rain. Mm. And so once the sun is gone and you're by the water mm-hmm. and it just gets colder and colder and colder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got to keep moving. Got to keep moving. Got to keep going. Um, by the last loop that you do where everybody's changing, like everybody's trying to get dry clothes on. I looked at my husband. I'm like, I cannot wait for any more people. And I just took off, put my head down, and I just took off. I had to finish my last loop. I'm like, I'm not waiting for Bambi. I'm not waiting for anybody to no. go with me. That's when you made your move to make the win. Huh? I was like, I am just out of here. It's cold. It's mm. rainy. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. My fingers are going numb. I got to get warm. Right. Yeah. I crossed the finish line. I'm chattering. Yeah. And I'm freezing. And my husband's looking at me, and he's like, do you want dry clothes? I'm like, Why? It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is something something comforting to dry clothes. Yes. Something. Yes. But but if they're just going to get wet now, especially if you're standing around waiting for all your friends who you just smoked on that last Correct. loop. <laughs> so you're standing around waiting for them, and that's going to waste your dry clothes. No. 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 So, yeah, Tesla is, is interesting. I think uh, next October, maybe looking into that a little bit. Oil Creek's kind of looming in the distance right now. I was going to so. say, Oil Creek... And Tesla, two different terrains. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, there's uh, one must experience all, all, all manner of suffering to have a complete life. <laughs> it reminded me a lot of um, just like the Hojack mm. Trail in Webster. So just like, some of crushed, that. like crushed gravel, access road, kind of double track type yeah, stuff. Yeah, there was some of that. Then there was some pine forests that you ran through. But mm-hmm. it was a lot. It was... Yeah. There is one large climb that really is one step up. It's out of a gully mm-hmm. that by the last loop is just this huge mountain that you're climbing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the three-step climb at Mind the Ducks. Yes. Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Every time you go by it, you're like, wow, is this getting deeper yeah. and higher? <laughs> right, exactly. Is this the big one? Yeah. Yeah, there's a fault line here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've been, um, I've been sort of... I don't know, dealing with summer is not the time when I can really train, you know? Right. So, but I like so many, I love a fall ultra. Right. So what do you, what do you do? You know, like you can't start training at Labor Day to get ready for a fall ultra, but I really like fall ultra. So I got to figure something out. I was going to say, yeah. Cause if you wait till Labor Day, you're no, you're done. I just do what you do and just run through the whole, the whole summer, just run ultras every month in the summer and you'll be fine. Yeah. Just keep yeah. running. <laughs> yeah. So have you run, um, did you run the first many on the Jenny last year? Yes, 2017. I did. Yep. Yep. So I ran that as well, mm-hmm. which I got a thing for first year races. I just do. Just like uh, running breadsticks last week with you in the 95 Five degree, degree weather. <laughs> when you were talking about, oh, in October, it'll be nice and cool. I'm thinking 
the half marathon we just ran last weekend was the exact opposite of nice and cool. It was. It was hot and mm-hmm. humid, and mm. the sun just beat down on you. Ugh, the open, <laughs> I, and I love running that little piece through the apple farm and all that, but it was warm. Yes. Warm. And who thought, like, I don't know. I... I I did not think that Olive Garden was going to be a welcome treat at the end of a race. I did not. I told Jonathan. So, okay. So for people that don't know, there was a a half marathon called Unlimited Breadsticks Half Marathon. Yep. What's it all about? Getting unlimited breadsticks at the end. That's the whole point. You're going to run a half marathon. You're going to, you're going to um, make your way from Boughton Hill Park all the way to Valentown on the Seneca Trail. And when you finish, you get all the breadsticks your heart can desire. Correct. Um, and then also Olive Garden pasta and all that other stuff. And I said, Jonathan, that's, nobody wants to eat Olive Garden after they run 13 miles. And he's like, dude, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. And I'm like, oh, whatever, fine. <laughs> so when we finish, and after they had the hoses out at Valentine, right? Yep. So you cool down. Yep. And then suddenly there's a buffet full of salt. And like, yes, <laughs> it was so fitting. I did not think it was going to be. It was that event was just yeah. so much fun overall. Yeah. I mean, once you finished, yeah, you were like the Valen- the Valentine or Valentine was yep. great to us. Mm-hmm. They were letting the us museum. Yep. The museum was letting us in for the bathroom and yep. everything we needed. And they had hoses and yep. the. They had the blankets all laid out, yes. the, you know, grass, and then they had the single cut and the little bit yep. of blue and this roar box and everything, and it was it was really nice. But the real surprise to me was like, actually, I haven't eaten Olive Garden in like eight years or something, right? But I was like, there's so much salt over there. There is, and I've been <laughs> I've been sweating for two hours and forty five minutes. This is going to be amazing. <laughs> It's going to be the best pasta dinner I've ever eaten (laughs) after a race. (laughs) It was was so weird, but it was so good. It was so Uh, strange. Yeah. The beginning of the race was pretty weird and interesting, too. We'll cover that in another podcast. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was sweating before the race. I I was like, I was going to run, like, loose and free because he said he was going to have aid stations, like, every two and a half miles. Right. So I was like, well, I'm not going to bring my pack or a water bottle or anything. But I had spent an hour before the race sweating in a yes. suit and tie. <laughs> By the way, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the reviews are just pouring in. Right now. I'm sure. <laughs> so, um, but I was so I was so warm already. I decided I was going to wear my pack, and I filled that thing up three times. You know, every hour I filled it seventy ounces, so it felt good. Yeah, I mean that just the fluid you needed for the race mm-hmm. alone. And then you went home, and I must have drank another oh my God, so much. 10 gallons. Yeah, I, I just kept drinking water. I couldn't stop all day Sunday. Yep. That was crazy. Um, boy, that was a little bit of a detour. Oh, weather and all that. Okay. Um, so you had run the many on the Jenny. Yep. You knew that was a pretty good race. Yep. 40 miles, nice trail methods. Yep. Both sides of the gorge in Letchworth State Park. Pretty sweet. Yep. Fun. Yep. And had you run Cayuga Trails 50 ever before? No. Okay. So that did you run Cayuga Trails Marathon before? Nope. Okay. But you had run Twisted, and you had run many on the Jenny, and you had heard about this thing called the uh, Empire State Triad. Right. 
right? This year. Yep. How many ultras have you run prior to that? Like a bunch? Mm, I've probably run, I mean, I've, I've always, I always love to do mine, the ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know, one mile loops. It's fun. Um, so I've done that every year for the last couple of years. I usually do green lakes cause that's another really fun one. Um, it's put on, um, by, and the name escapes me. Tom. Yes. Tom Hardy. Yes. Tom, Tom. Hardy. Yep. Um, and it's really fun. It's all, you know, he starts Tom Hardy who just did the Vol state 500. Yeah. Right. Just ran across Tennessee as part of Lazarus lakes craziness. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. So, um, I've done that a couple of times. I had done mine, the ducks a couple of times. So I had done maybe six or seven ultra runs before this year. Okay. Um, so I had done a couple of year is basically what I've been doing. So. Okay. So tell me about this Empire State Triad thing. Give me, give me the the F's and B's, as they say, oh, beginning and the end. What the was, be- what is this thing? So it's many on the Jenny in June, which is usually beautiful weather, great mm-hmm. weather. Um, and I said, you know what? I ran many on the Jenny the previous year. I knew what I was going to be in for. I was like, this is going to be awesome. I can do many on the Jenny. And then it was like four weeks later, do Cayuga Trails, 50 miler. And then four weeks later, you do Twisted. I'm like, huh, Twisted? Many on the Jenny? Throw something in between? Fine, let's go. Um, Many on the Jenny, I got a PR for for the second year that I did it. Um, It was um, probably because of the rattlesnake that was sitting on the side of the trail as I ran by. A rattlesnake in Letchworth? Yes. You say down in the gorge area? Oh, no. Sitting next to the trail as you're coming on the side. Um, so the tourist side. Yeah. Coming on the side, going over one of the bridges. Oh, yeah. Just over by the bridges. Like, oh, in the rocks yeah, there by just, the water. Just hanging out. Mm. And you got a thing for snakes. Too. I hate snakes. Yeah, they're not my favorite thing. Um, so I probably ran really quickly. A little bit of adrenaline there. Um, but I figured he was fat, so mm. he could have. Well, he know. didn't have any legs. Well, and he was fat and happy, so he had eaten some other runner's leg before me. So <laughs> I was safe. That's what it was. You felt like he was a sedentary being. Yes. All right. Um, so many on the Jenny. Um, I got to bring my granddaughter down with me. Oh yeah. Um, for many on the Jenny, who is four, fifteen, fifteen. Oh, I, I think they should have an age limit for these kind of things. Yeah. Um, she's 15 years old, and she had never seen me run an ultra. Um, she only knows that her grandma is crazy, um, and that's what she says. And she says, my dad said I can say that, so my oldest calls me crazy. Yeah, I yep. mean, that's okay. Um, and so she came down with me the night before. We actually went camping. We camped the night before down in um, Mount Morris. And, and then, the, at the Ridge Campground? Yes. Yeah. I've t- I took the kids to the Ridge Campground before um, Damn Good. Oh, did you? We really liked that. Uh, we were so surprised because I didn't, I didn't expect much. Like, I, I was just like, I need a campsite right. so that I don't have to try to pack up the kids and drive an hour to Damn Good for, right. you know. And th- they were amazing. 
like everything there was so nice. The people were so kind. They they're like, "Hey, do you want to like take a wagon ride back to your site?" And yeah. they as we're doing the wagon ride, they're like, "Hey, we're going to have movies over there." They had like four disc golf baskets. Oh yeah, they, were, they like, were awesome. Everybody was super kind. Yeah. Like and they were they yeah, I really enjoyed that campground a whole bunch. I picked it because it was close to yeah, many on the Jenny. Me too. And I was like, wow, I can get in here. But they were super nice. Yep. There was like five or six people that were doing many on the Jenny that were camped there. And you were back in the tents. Yep, in the back tent in the loop. tent loop. Yeah, yep. which I think, you know, and, and you got to go through all of the seasonal campers with their, you know, their their RVs and everything. Yeah. And they were all like just really nice. Yeah. You know, so it was really cool. And they had the movie night where they like – they blow up um, a movie screen, you oh, yeah. know, and they have uh, they handed out like marshmallows and everything. So the kids, my kids were like, by the time we were only there for one night, were they ready like, to go back? Yeah, like we, they were like, why, why are we leaving? Right, you know, aren't we going back to the campsite? This is so within much fun. within like five hours, they felt at home at that place. It was amazing. So yeah, I highly recommend that uh, campsite on the ridge there. Yeah. Definitely. So, so you had camped there. Sorry. So I camped there. Um, we had a great time. We hiked the day before in Letchworth State Park because my kid, my daughter and my granddaughter had not been there before. Um, so we had a ball hiking the day before. And that morning, got up. My husband dropped me off at the start line. And he's like, I'm going to get some breakfast. Yep. He's like, I'm <laughs> going to get coffee and breakfast. I'll see you at the halfway point. Mm-hmm. And so I set off um, the start of the race, set off, and I just, when I start my race, I usually get in my own head type mm-hmm. of thing. So I kind of put my head down and put my game face on, and I just run. Mm-hmm. And I know where I'm going to pick my husband up and where he's going to meet me because he's good at being where he needs to be. He was supposed to meet me at the turnaround so when you t- cross the bridges yeah 20 come over to um the other side he um was about 30 minutes late mm. meaning he thought i was coming 30 minutes long so he thought i was going to be 30 minutes slower than i actually was and so he was going based on my time last year or the previous in 2017 yeah. um so he Missed me at the turn around. You were running out of your shoes, huh? I was running out of my shoes, and he was supposed to bring my trekking poles Mm -hmm. that I had gotten for Twisted because I thought this will be a great time to use them. To practice on the back half on the FLT where you got the gullies in and up and down in the gullies. When your feet are killing you and you're like, oh, one more gully, I think I'm going to cry. And so he missed me. Yeah, well... So and then strikes and gutters. Yeah. So I continue on with my race because I'm like, I've got to finish this thing. And you know what? The first the first six miles of that, you don't really want trek and pull no. anyway. You're going up that road and yeah. Yeah. So I put my head down, I keep running and come around the second half. The gullies weren't this as bad as they were last year. Mm. And I don't know if it's because I knew they were gonna be there. Yeah. And last year it was kind of like. Maybe because you're stronger. Maybe. But it was, they were not as bad as they were the previous year. Yeah, maybe because you're stronger. Maybe. That might be it. Maybe I trained a little bit more for this time <laughs> yeah. around. 
So when you started this Many on the Jenny, mm -hmm. did you think that this was kind of the first mile of a 155-mile race? Did you think of like, oh, I'm doing Many on the Jenny and Cayuga and Twisted Branch, and I'm doing all of these, or did you just do Many on the Jenny? I just did Many on the Jenny. Yeah. So I have learned that I have to live in the race that I'm in. <laughs> because <laughs> denial yeah. is a much better place to live in <laughs> <laughs> live in, live in the moment so you don't think about the future because if you for Cayuga there is what a hundred and some odd steps I don't even know there's so many steps oh. but you know what many on the Jenny has some steps too yes you know, cement steps that are evenly spaced. Correct. Unlike Cayuga, Cayuga which is has ancient ancient steps. steps that have never been. I think one. <laughs> I think on the day that they set them, they were straight. You know, I and think. over the years, they've just kind of yeah twisted. They've, they've <laughs> fallen apart. Yeah, they've definitely fallen apart. So we um so many on the Jenny. I felt really good. Um, came through on the finish line. I felt good at that race. I said, oh, this is going to be 10 more miles. I can do 10 more miles. Cayuga can't be that bad. Mm -hmm. Everybody's telling me how bad it is. I like Cayuga for a lot of reasons. The one thing about Cayuga that is mentally challenging. So Cayuga Trails starts Robert Treeman State Park mm -hmm. and goes to Buttermilk Falls State Park. Right. 12 and a half miles, turns around, comes back. Yep. That's 25. Then you do it again. Wait a minute. You forgot the baby loops. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, Robert Treeman and Buttermilk State Falls are 1.7 miles apart by the road. <laughs> if you take a ride on the road from Treeman to Buttermilk, it's 1.7 miles. The race manages to find 12.5 miles to get there. The part that is the most challenging for me is when you run back and you're at the finish line. <laughs> and they tell you you have to go out for the second loop? Yeah, you have to rock under the finish line, yep. turn around, yep. and go back out. Yep. That's the tough part. If you can just do that piece, mm -hmm. then it's a great race. It's wonderful. It's amazing. It's fun. Well, and it's a great race, too, when you think that you have to finish it in 13 and a half hours. Yeah. Because you think for some reason that if you don't finish it in 13 and a half hours, that they'll kick you off the course. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, for some reason, had it in my head that I had to be done by 13 and a half hours. Why? For, I don't know. I kept telling Bambi, I got to be done in 13 and a half hours. And she kept saying, do you think that's the cutoff? I'm like, yeah, I think that's the cutoff. And she's like, I don't know. I don't think you can. Do you think you can do it in 13 and a half hours? I guess, well, I'm going to guess I'm going to see. Well, she wasn't going to tell you that you had 15 hours. No, she didn't tell me. <laughs> that Bambi, she's good. She's good. <laughs> um, I think of it as two trips to go to the a Trails Rock Aid Station. That, and get snow cones? Yeah. Well, they didn't have snow cones the year I ran it. This, They've gotten soft. This is the new innovation now. Yes. Now we they, get snow cones. Yeah. I did not. But that's what I think of it as, is I think of 12 and a half miles to go to Trails Rock Aid Station. Got to go back to the start. Oh, and then 12 and a half miles to go see my friends at Trails Rock. At Trails Rock. And come back. And come back. That's that's what I think of it as. <laughs> so, uh, did you hit 13 and a half hours? 
I did. Under yeah. 13 and a half hours. I came in at 13.27, which nice. I was happy with. Nice. Um, you know, that race was a little more challenging than I thought it was going to be. It's warm. It's warm. It's a lot of stairs. Mm-hmm. I remember climbing out of the one park to get over to the next park, and you go on the road, yeah. and the park rangers are there with mm-hmm. the traffic. You kind of yeah. come up out of a, and you come up to a stone bridge. Yeah, yeah. So when you're on the the actual piece of the FLT. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. And I remember coming up out of it, and the guy says this, you know, park ranger standing there. He's like, "Nice job." I'm like, "Yeah, that sucked." He goes, "Yeah, it's gonna suck worse on the second time." I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. <laughs> so how'd you feel about the Lickbrook climb? Is that, is oh, that a, you can climb. Okay. You can climb. I mean, it's, it's a climb, but it's what you're doing. It's what you're doing. You got to get to the <laughs> other side. I knew I had to get to the finish and yep. I knew I had to finish. Um, this, that was my first ultra without my husband, um, oh, yeah. who is my biggest supporter and, usually the person that meets me at aid stations to give me things. Yeah. Um, so it was the first time I did an ultra without anybody to meet at an aid station. But like you said, I knew Sheila and Eric would be at Trails Rock. I knew mm-hmm. Trails Rock was mm-hmm. at Buttermilk Falls. That was the turnaround. It's, it's amazing <laughs> what motivation that can provide, isn't it? It the, is. With the Macbeths and the signs. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you got yeah. The year I ran it, we had we had Lopatas shouting at people. <laughs> Lopata was shouting at me to get out of, get the, out bathroom. of the bathroom yeah. or get out of the aid station. Yeah. Well, he was uh, he was like, "You can't hide in the bathroom from me. I know you're in there." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, torture. Yeah, torture having friends like these. Oh you know? yes. So all right. So you um, did you do anything in between Many and the Jenny and um, Cayuga? Like, how does one, I mean, what, because the, the casual wisdom is you should recover from an ultra before you run your next one. Oh, I continued with the miles. Yeah. Um, so I was putting in, I mean, I was running five days a week mm-hmm. and cross training a couple mornings a week. You have a job, you know that, right? Yeah, so I usually get up like at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Oh, nice. I'm at the gym by 5.15 and at work by 8. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Solid. Yeah. You're up four four hours before you're at work. Before I go to work. So um, for I think for this year, for the training for the three races in a row, I did a lot more weight training than I've ever done before. I was not swimming as much as I was before because I just, I was tired. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't bike as much as I usually do in the summertime because I was running. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was one weekend before Twisted, like a few, I ran Cayuga trails and then the following weekend had like two back-to-back 20 milers that I had to do. So I was just running just running. Just running. But then you're cross training. Right. You know, and so you're 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 doing all the things that like a runner supposed to do. Right. Like you're eating healthy. Yep. Eating cross training. You're cross getting training. Up. Yeah. But I found out that runners don't bend. No. So yoga sucks. <laughs> yoga is it's the hamstrings. Oh. Those hamstrings. But it's good that you're doing it. It is. But you know, when you see the other people and they're like bent over and you're like Yeah. I can't bend that far anymore. No, my hips, my hips lie. Yes. 
<laughs> but uh, it's good that you're doing all those yeah. things. But you, but you were still going five days a week between Minnie and the Jenny and Cayuga. Yep, still running five right. days a week, putting in probably 50, 60 miles a week. Um, mm-hmm. You know, long back-to-back runs on the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Exhausted. You know, mm-hmm. like Saturday running long, Sunday running long, and then. Are you taking naps? Oh yeah. 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 Saturday, Saturday post long run naps. Oh yes. Oh, I don't feel guilty about it. Oh at never, all. I never. Don't, I don't. I eat like eighty thousand calories yeah. and go take a nap. <laughs> so when you raise two boys mm-hmm. and you can out eat your boys, mm-hmm. that yeah. is amazing. It's a, it's a proud feeling. <laughs> it <huh>? is. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you you gonna finish that? Yeah. When you come home from your long run on Saturday and the first thing I do is hit the refrigerator, yeah. like I gotta have something to eat. Mm-hmm. So I'm headed to the refrigerator and yes, I probably stink to high heaven <laughs> and look like a sweaty mess, but I need to eat. Yeah. And you're on your way to take your shower and you're eating your apple or <laughs> your fruit on the way to the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I get it. And then you eat all the calories and then take a nap. Yeah. Why not? And you yeah. sleep and you wake up and then you're like, oh, my God, I'm so hungry and I'm so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do it all again on Sunday. Yes. So now let's move to Twisted Branch. Now you had done Twisted Branch. So, oh, you know, yeah. you're going back for your second time. Yep. I went back for my second time. I did not finish my second time. You did not? I did not. I finished my first time, but not my second. Okay. Maybe because I didn't run two ultras the weeks before. Weeks before? Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's, maybe that's why. I don't know. <laughs> I went in very well rested. Let's put it that there way. There you go. <laughs> so now at this point, there there is this Empire State Triad. And the idea behind this is run all the three races. Right. You get like points based on where you're finishing. Yep. And honestly, like a lot of people started the first race. Mm-hmm. Um, a bunch of people were at the second race. Yep. But there weren't many left that were going to Twisted at that point, right? Right. There was like three women and I think five men or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and you know, I mean, because it's a lot of miles. It is a lot of miles. <laughs> yeah. So so that's got to feel like a pretty good accomplishment to go like, I'm one of, I think in the end, what were there, four finishers? Yes. Yeah, two men and two women, right? Correct. So I'm one of four people. That, well, let's let's talk about Twisted oh. before we talk about finishing Twisted, I guess. I got ahead of myself. <laughs> you can run this show. I can, know? I can. Twisted was, this year I went in so much better prepared. Um, last year I had a really low point. Um, Ron Harleen, um, offered to pace me, um, Mm -hmm. for my first twisted. Um, and he had never run that section that he was going to pace me in. Right. Cause he only made it to Lake David. Right. right? And so I had a really low point from coming into Lake David. Um, I messed up my nutrition and my hydration and I came into Lake David and everybody took my pack and they said it was still full. Mm-hmm. And then I said, Ooh, yeah, it's oops. still full. Oops. Oops. <laughs> and now I know what's wrong. Yeah. Now I know why I feel like crap. <laughs> um, and so I was like, Oh, made a big mistake the first year. Um, but I finished my first one. Um, the second time around, I said, I can't make the same mistakes twice. So the first year, 2017, that was 
by all accounts, perfect weather year. It was dry. (laughs) It was nice temperatures. It was. We had shifted the start back to 4 a.m. So you weren't like in the road, the the one open road section during the middle of the day. Right. Um, It was by all accounts a, a perfect weather day. Yep. You just... Didn't drink a bunch of water, I guess. Huh? I didn't hydrate and I stopped eating and, you know, those things that you're supposed to do continuously mm-hmm. throughout the run. The things that just get more difficult the more you don't do them. Yes. If you keep doing them, they're easy. Right. If you stop doing them and then you try to do them. You're like, oh. Yeah, they get really hard. You're like, eat something. No, that's a, that's the worst idea possible. Right. Yeah. I feel terrible. I don't want to eat anything. Yeah. Um. And so this year I had gone in and I was like, I have to remember to eat and drink, eat mm. and drink, eat and drink. I have yep. to have, I have to just do it. Yep. Um, and so I did. Um, and I came into Lake David and I felt great. I was an hour ahead of where I was the previous year. Um, it was daylight. It was... <laughs> <laughs> It's, I, you know what you can you can really judge your success at Twisted Branch by how far you get in daylight. I saw things that I never saw on the back half because <laughs> it was so dark. Yeah. Um, and so there's a spot in the woods on the second half where the trees are twisted. Yeah. And I have that picture in yeah. my office. Yeah. And I was like, I am this year going to figure out where that is. I knew it was on the back half. But I missed it last year because it was dark <laughs> by the time I came through there. Um, yep. I did find it this year. It was great. I loved it. Um, and then we went, Twisted was, this year was the best experience. A, because I ran it with a friend. And we ran almost all the miles together. It's a long time to spend with a friend. It It is. And you find out who your true friends are um, because you become very delusional. We were solving the world's problems the oh, last yeah. half. Oh, yeah. It's really easy. If, if our government would just all go run an ultra, right? Yes, they could solve everything. Um, we were making up all sorts of things. We were singing. We were dancing. Um, I fell into the water at one point. And I get out of the water, and I just keep running. And then all of a sudden, you hear behind you, (gasps) and you're like, oh, somebody else splashed down. (laughs) And so it was funny because you could hear people, like, all of a sudden, boom. And then you heard the swearing. And then you heard more swearing. You're like, yep, they found the water. Found it. (laughs) Um, Well, you know what? The water wasn't hard to find. Yeah. About the two... Creek crossings, Chris. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's the here's the deal. Rain is forecast, and you come to me and you say, "How many how many creek crossings are here?" And I tell you, there's two. Right. How many should I have? To, <laughs> how many would you have preferred that I tell you that there were two? Hundred? No, probably not two hundred. <laughs> and some of them were not; they were raging rivers. There, the 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 um yes, the water was plentiful this year. It was, um, and because of the rains, really. Yes. I mean, on a normal day, the thing is, you had run it last year, mm-hmm. so you asked me, you were like, "How many creek crossings are there?" And I said, "There's just two. And yeah. you were like, "Oh yeah," so. 
you know. But I quickly forgot how many goalies there could have been. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you have the you have the initial um, creek crossing when you're uh, going. Well, there's not even one down at the Beaver Pond. There's not even a creek crossing there. You no, gotta go across don't. the the bridge. They yep. made a bridge there. You don't even have to go through the creek crossing down by the Beaver Pond. Nope, so you don't go. Fine. Th- it's not till you come down the long straightaway coming out yep. of um, where Muddy Sneaker would be. Yep. Yeah. That's so you're where, fine. Yep. And and in that one, we actually go over the bridge. So a lot of the creek crossings have bridges, Chen. They do, but when they're wet and slippery. <laughs> and, and you know, I mean, there were places that probably weren't creeks they that, were, yeah. that became creeks yeah. that day. Yeah. So, but you made it through. I did. Um, I made it through. I loved it. It is, those trails up mm-hmm. there are just beautiful yeah i mean you're running from uh, just the thing that grabbed me was you're running from naples right you're running from ontario county park way up in naples and you're running down to the foot of cuca lake right you're running like the distance to hammondsport yeah you're running like i mean some people don't even drive that far i know everybody know? says like, to be like i don't drive <laughs> but, that far but that <laughs> distance like that you're running i mean you're covering a lot of ground there's some great parks there. There's huge vistas. There's mm-hmm. great places to see. And when you're not seeing huge vistas, you're in really pretty woods. Oh, you, know? you are. I mean, there's one little part of the FLT that's a little bit muddy. It's always muddy. Right. You know, what are you going to do? That's the FLT, right? You know, you're going to get some of that. A little mud never hurt anybody. Never. I mean, unless there's rock inside the mud. And yes. then it's the <laughs> rock that did it and not the mud. So. Well, and you're an adult. And who gets mm-hmm. to play in the mud? Right. And the, you were in the mud all day. all day all day all day so it was i mean it was a fun race it's a f- well-run race it's the aid stations are awesome all the way through mm-hmm. um to me those races mm-hmm. and it's old school right because there's no timing mats there's no. no timing chips there's not a lot of rules really we no. don't we don't mark the course too heavily no. like we don't have like velvet ropes to like no. guide you all the way down <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't know. I like it. I like it. It's a lot of fun. It was so when I did Twisted this year, I knew it was my last race for this season. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. Right. It's how long is the season? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I just I I figured I'd go out and give it all I could and Mm -hmm. see what happened. Um, And I PR'd it this Mm -hmm. year. There you go. So and the conditions were tougher than yep. last year they definitely were tougher than last year there were people that were starting at the start line that didn't finish that mm. when i found out they didn't finish i was like holy crap how did you not finish yeah yeah i know i know so. the weather the weather was a big deal but mm-hmm. that race is a big deal i mean it's a challenge it is so you like we like we alluded to you are one of four people that ran all three of those Right. Pretty substantial ultras. Mm-hmm. That's got to feel all right, huh? It feels pretty awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty awesome to know that there's only four of us that actually finished all three races. Mm-hmm. And the names that are also out there mm-hmm. of the people that finished. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. So good job. Thanks. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> you know what the most unfortunate thing is? The next question is like, so what's next? You know, and that's weird because, like, really what you should just be doing is chilling for a little while, right? Right. right. But you can't do that. Like, no. 
Because you you got other things going on. Yes. So I am thinking about a hundred miler. Of course you are. Why why wouldn't you? Why everybody not? else does. Everybody else does them. Uh, yikes! <laughs> you and everybody else. Oh. Well, you're gonna take a year and like work up to it, right? And like. Well, I've already ran <laughs> sixty five or close yeah. to sixty eight miles. Who's counting? Yeah, you got the training. You yeah, got I got the, the training. training done. I mean, yeah, I mean, nothing coming up soon, like in the next six months, probably. But. Well, you know, Twisted Branch is a Western States qualifier now. I heard so, that rumor. So you run it again next year, and then your hundred miler can be in twenty twenty. And I can do Western States. If you get your lucky ticket pulled, well, Willy, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. yeah. With my Charlie luck, and... I'll get my ticket pulled. <laughs> With the luck, that seems to be the Rochester luck. You get the first time pull, not the fifth time pull. Not the fifth time pull. Yep. I think that's pretty awesome that it's a Western States qualifier. So yeah, it's kind of a big deal. I think it is. So, um, I, I, you know, I think there'll be a lot more interested parties, people seeing, finding it for the first time now. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But, you know, um, I think it's still we're still going to have that local flair. I mean, it's it's always going to be a local race. So that's going to be something that is, you know, always there. Yeah, it's definitely a local fun race to just play. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's it's always going to be because who runs those aid stations? Right. It's all the locals and they're the ones that make it fun. Quite honestly, (laughs) you roll into some of those aid stations and you got Joe Reynolds with that stupid cowbell. We got to take we got to get him a smaller cowbell. Yeah. Can we just a little one? You know, you got Macbeth, you know, at at, um, uh, at Bud Valley. Yeah. You know, Amy Lapata cooking up pierogies. Yeah. Making pierogies on a race course. Yeah, so you're always going to have the the locals there, you know. Yeah. So um it'll be fun next year. I'm excited to see what it turns even bigger, you know. This year was a sellout, so I can't wait mm-hmm. for the email to come out that it'll be opening. <laughs> December. <laughs> maybe maybe, you know, last year was a Black Friday, you know, so I don't know, who knows. It was, and yeah. I signed up and I didn't tell my husband for like 2 months that I didn't sign up cuz I had to work <laughs> up to telling him that I was going to run it again. Uh-huh. Because the previous year, Sunday I felt great. I went to Peasant Man, I walked around, cheered people on for that try. Mm-hmm. Felt great. Monday I felt like a Mack truck ran me over. Mm, second day, huh? Yep. Second day doms. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, don't ever, ever let me sign up for that race again. Dumb, dumb. And then I'm like, crap, I signed up for it. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Oops, I did it again. <laughs> that was the song that was going through my head the whole day during the breadsticks run. Was it? Oops, Oops I, I did, did it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I felt terrible. I kept thinking, whose idea was this anyways? <laughs> Probably Bambi's. Probably. We'll blame her. Yeah. So um, the fall, though, you're just going to take it easy and chill out? and I'm just going to take it easy and chill out during the fall, run some races here and there that, you know, just for fun and just to hang out. Um, yeah, well, you know, Oil Creek's in about, like, I don't know, two and a two half and weeks. Two and a half weeks. You yeah. should be tapering. I'm, I'm training now. No, you should be tapering. <laughs> <laughs> I just started training. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to pace somebody for that. I'm going to pace Bambi for that. So. Yeah, Bambi's doing a 100-miler, huh? She is. Crazy lady. She is a crazy lady. She's an enabler. You know, Kathy may be the mentor, but Bambi's the enabler. Kathy takes you out for Irish coffee, Yeah. and then it's all downhill from there. <laughs> so stay away from Irish coffees yep. in November, unless and, you find yep. yourself signed up for a 100-miler. Yep, yep. 
and then you'll find yourself signed up for all sorts of races. So. Yeah. yeah. So what do you do in the winter? You just gonna do you do like snowshoeing, or are you just regular road running and just put some spikes on your shoes and run around U of R? I actually did snowshoeing for the first time this year. Um, loved it. Um, want to do it again. I saw that Mort posted that there might be some snowshoe racing coming up. Oh, there definitely is going to be some so. snowshoe racing. I am excited. Yeah, um, so I had never snowshoed raced till oh, yeah? this year. So it is um it is cardio uh, cardio at its finest. Um you go out 3 miles and you feel like you've run 20. <laughs> yeah, I am um, at frozen assets. I could not like my heart was like redlined and I couldn't bring it down no matter how much right. I slowed down like I couldn't I couldn't bring it down. Yeah. But snowshoeing is uh it's it'll find out how fit you are. Yes. And uh, build some red blood cells. Yep. So that's good. So I love it. Menden's great for snowshoeing. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can go all over the place in Menden. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It's not a bad, not a bad joint. Um, I do like the, uh, the um, Medved has a uh, winter training crew. They yes. do have a snowshoe racing crew, which is uh, actually pretty nice. Uh, the winter racing squad. They do, um, Maggie and Sherry end up doing workouts. So mm-hmm. you're doing like Tuesday speed workouts in snowshoes. In snowshoes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a real deal. You know, they don't mess around. No, they don't. So that's fun stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, what else you want to chat about? Well, I mean, I think I'm up for snowshoeing this summer, this winter, and then we'll see where we go for a hundred miler. Taking recommendations. <laughs> I hear the Vermont 100-miler is a lot of fun. Yeah, I wonder who you heard that from. Yeah, I don't Bambi. know who told me that one. It's a it's an interesting course. It's like a four-leaf clover kind of course. So that's it. You keep, in, like, you go out in a loop and you come back to the beginning. And you go out in a loop and you come back to the beginning. But they're all different loops, so. They are. And you run with horses. Yeah, yeah. If you're into that sort of thing, <laughs> you know. So. So. All right. Well, I guess then we can uh, we can wrap this up. Okay. So you can go get some more food. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So there you go. More miles, more hours, all all day long, every day with Jen. That's that's it. She uh, she I said she came out of the woods, but it seems like she's on the roads too. So. Um, if you need an enabler, it looks like she's had some training from some of the best. <laughs> Just run along with her. Um, be sure to check out the episode show notes for links to some of the topics we talked about in the episode, like the Empire State Triad, uh, trail porn, you know, Tesla Hertz, uh, the Vowel State that Tim Hardy ran, the uh, RD of Green Lakes. We'll put some links in for that. You can also find the Strava Run Group and the Patreon page. Thank you to all of this month's Patreon supporters. Your continued financial support helps me keep improving this podcast. By the way, I just moved to a new podcast platform, so things are going to be a little bit different, but I'm very excited about the new stuff happening, and that's uh, thanks to a lot of the Patreon folks. So um, if you look forward to this podcast each week and it inspires, educates, or entertains you regularly, consider becoming a supporter. Uh, and if you want to chat about this episode with other people, like drop me a line and ask to be added to our Slack at Chris at Running Inside Out Podcast, and you can chat with a bunch of running nerds just like me um, and her, I guess. She's not really a running nerd. She's a running nurse. That's different. <laughs> Two different things. Don't confuse them. Um, 
Keep in mind, the number one way you can always support the show is to tell a friend and help them subscribe. If they seem interested, you know, grab their phone, take it, subscribe them because people don't know how to subscribe to podcasts. I don't get it, but just subscribe them to the podcast and they will thank you forever. One last thing. I'm always interested in your comments and feedback on the show, even if I don't say it every episode, but I've said it every episode for like the last 10. So uh, drop me a line at Chris at runninginsideoutpodcast.com and let me know your thoughts. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. Until next episode, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.